friends and foes. Welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about how to craft a stellar portfolio. Creating a portfolio of your work is much like creating a piece of art. It requires vision, dedication, and an understanding of the elements that make it stand out from the crowd. Whether you're a budding artist looking to showcase your work to colleagues, galleries, or potential clients, or you're an established artist wishing to update your portfolio, the task might feel daunting. But don't fret, I've got your back. This guide I've written up for you will provide insights on building the three types of portfolios you need to have as an artist. An online digital portfolio, an easy to share digital file version, and a physical one. Let's dive in. The most important portfolio you're gonna have is the online digital portfolio. Today, your online presence is your handshake. When you share your art and the way you share it with your, a potential buyer, it, it needs to be firm, it needs to be memorable. The best way to have an online digital portfolio is to have your own website. If you want to be taken seriously as an artist, you, you must have one. Your art is going to be the hero of this website. A clean, straightforward website design ensures that your artwork shines without distractions. Prioritize fast loading times, ease of navigation, and a professional look. Here's what your website's going to need. An artist bio. This is where you're going to share your story. Who are you? What's your artistic vision? What milestones have you achieved in your journey? A well-crafted bio connects emotionally with your audience. I'd like to see a three-paragraph artist bio that also includes a great headshot of you in an artistic setting. A CV, or a resume, provides a professional overview of your achievements, exhibitions, awards, relative education, in a very neat list. Keep it updated and neatly formatted. Your CV should be easily downloadable as a PDF somewhere on your website. The third thing you need is contact information. Ensure the section is really accessible. Whether a gallery owner or a potential buyer or a fan wants to contact you, you want to make it as simple as possible for them to reach you. And then, of course, the portfolio itself. You're going to organize your art portfolio in a few different ways. You want to either have categories like portraits, abstracts, landscapes, or you want to organize it by motif. For me, as an abstract painter, I go by gradients, gold thread, or non-geometric abstraction. Ensure that your images are not so big that you lose load times, but you know, are quality enough that people can actually see some details. I like around two to five megabytes. You need to make sure that your portfolio is displayed beautifully. Make sure you are putting full information about each piece of art that when you click on the piece, it gets bigger or shows more detail and that you have a little short description, like max three sentences about what each piece is about. When you have this much information about your artwork that's easy to read, very clear, very simple design, it's going to feel more professional. People are then gonna take you more seriously and you might get an opportunity that you might've missed if you just slapdashed it together. If you need more information about building an amazing artist website with like way more detail than I've just let you know, I have a whole episode about this on Brushwork. I'll link it in the show notes. The second portfolio you need is the ready to go folder. I keep this on my desktop and I cannot name the number of times having this folder has saved my day. <laughs> Oftentimes I hear about opportunities mere days before the deadline is over. I wouldn't have had time to compile my portfolio for whatever the opportunity was unless I have this folder. The ready to go folder has five to 10 images of your work. These are carefully curated, they're your best work, and they're within the last five years of making them. I name them in a very conventional way. 
each time you apply to something and you need to upload your images, you might have to change the order of the name, but I keep it like this so it's simple for me to do and I already have the information available. I name each piece last name, first name, underscore, title, underscore, size. This is fairly standard um, and it's easy to adjust if you need to. Adhering to the requirements of projects that people ask you to upload is really important, so make sure you're not missing out on naming details. The image resolution, and I've mentioned this already once, but your image resolution in this folder should be medium resolution. Two to five megabytes strike the balance between quality and file size. They load quickly, but retain the details and the colors of your artwork. Most application portals require something around this size, and you can always change it smaller. The last portfolio you're going to need is a physical portfolio. And I'm going to be honest, this is more rare these days, but having a physical portfolio ready to go is very helpful. I want you to think quality over quantity. A physical portfolio doesn't need to encompass all of your work. And this is true of every portfolio you have. It would also be very cumbersome to share when you're like bringing in your portfolio to whatever thing you're applying to. Instead, select a few pieces that best represent your range and style. Five to 10 is a happy number. Check what the requirements are of the thing you're applying to. Print quality is also important. I would not be afraid of having prints in your physical portfolio especially if the painting that you are most proud of has been sold, or maybe it's in a different state. Go for high-quality cliché prints. The paper type, the printing method, and the finish can dramatically affect how your art appears. Your presentation matters too. You want to invest in a professional-looking portfolio case. Be a faux leather one with nice handles. The paper ones are great for students, but ultimately they just look cheap. Remember that first impressions really matter, and the case that... In the case that you bring all your artwork in, is the first thing your audience is going to see. Get something that zips up and is water resistant to help you travel well as well. Some general tips for making a portfolio. Number one is self-editing. Curating is not just for galleries, it's for artists too. Really define the narrative of your portfolio. Your portfolio, as people go through it from one image to the next, is going to tell a very distinct story. Your work has style. And I want you to determine what you want people to think about your work and then be vigorous about cutting out pieces that doesn't fit. I'm an abstract oil painter and having a landscape in my portfolio would not make any sense at all. In fact, it would distract. Seek feedback. Once you get the rough draft of your portfolio done, whether it's any of the versions, your your website, your digital folder, (laughs) anything you've got, ask your friends who are trusted peers of art um, and ask for their opinion. A fresh perspective can provide a lot of insight for how your collection is perceived. Again, limit your pieces. Aim to represent your range and evolution, but don't overcrowd. If you find it challenging to remove pieces, rotate them occasionally in and out of your portfolio. Most places will tell you how many works they want to see, and so you're going to stay within those guidelines. And the last tip I got here is stay current. Really prioritize your newest work. Let your audience see your growth in your current direction. I've got a five-year rule for my own work. If it's older than five years, then I need to consider removing it from the portfolio. A couple things to avoid when you're building a portfolio is sharing everything. This piggybacks off the last thing I said, but it's really tempting to display everything you've ever made, from every sketch to every drawing to every painting, just everything you've ever made. But really discernment is key here. A few carefully selected pieces can make a more significant impact than a vast array of work. Even if you feel like, oh, I have skills in watercolors and also etching and also painting, try and 
pick one thing that will be the brand of your artwork. Going off theme is also tricky. Try to avoid this. If you're applying for a very specific exhibition or theme, tailor your portfolio accordingly. Sending a landscape to a portrait-themed show will likely not resonate. If you are applying to have work and the theme is purple, don't be putting in teal or yellow and green things, right? Just use your common sense here. Try to avoid being inconsistent. This applies to both your style and your quality. Ensure that what you're showcasing really represents your best and that there's a cohesive feel throughout your artwork. The last thing to avoid is ignoring your audience. Understand who your portfolio targets. A gallery owner might be interested in different pieces or information than a potential collector. In wrapping up, your portfolio is really the evolving entity. It's, it's you as an artist are growing. Your portfolio is also going to grow. Regularly revisit and refine and keep in mind your target audience. Enjoy the journey of crafting your portfolio. It may open many doors for you. And I hope the things you've learned here today help you edit and grasp new opportunities because I want you to get all the shows. <laughs> Do you have any questions about making a portfolio? Feel free to ask me in the comments here. I hope that you've learned a lot today and you make good choices. I'll see you next time. Bye.